Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance today for you, and that's the reason you have tuned in. You, Y-O-U, that's the reason this show exists. It's called The Joy of Living, and it's all about you becoming the best you possible because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. And we need you to make planet Earth abundant and bountiful and channeling goodness. That's how important you are to the world. So thank you for joining in. Your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. And everything you want to know about today's guest, and you really want to know a lot about this, you want to probably listen again, and you want to share this with at least five people out there. Go to www.barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-R-E. You don't have to write anything down. Don't remember, just lean in and let all this transformational, wonderful excitement come over you and uh, help you become the best you with our amazing guest today. So remember, you have tuned into consciously and conscientiously the joy of living because you know that on this show, you will be healthier wealthier and wiser. That's a direct quote. I mentioned that to Jack Kenfield, the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, when he interviewed me. And he says, of course, Barry Shaw, who doesn't want that? Be healthier, wealthier, wiser. So that's what we're offering to you. Now, in this show, we work with the three fundamentals of life. The first is life. Your life has purpose. And when you live a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. No, MAD in this case is a wonderful acronym that stands for Make a Difference. We're going to work with a lot of acronyms throughout the show. So when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. And that's the second fundamental. The third is uncovering the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Everyday words and terms, very simple. Right now, we are hosted by this remarkably powerful, wonderful, purposeful, pleasant, platform called voiceamerica.com, voiceamerica.com, and it's carried throughout the world, right? Matter of fact, you are being joined by 313,619, well, actually just went up 40, 50 people. So over 313,000 people around the world are all tuning in for one reason. They care the most, the whole world about themselves, and it's great. You want to be the best you possible. So if you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariably, they'll tell you it has something to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, da-da, da-da. What a wonderful world. <laughs> and what a, is a word, W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. And of course, a tip of the hat and a big thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song to go viral and not just touch 
tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. And whenever you hear even the opening bars of what a wonderful world, what do you do right away? You smile. You can't help it, right? Now, SMILE is one of the most important acronyms you could have internalized, utilized, and leverage in your life because SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day, every day. Now, invariably, when I'm speaking to people, whether it's 50 people, 50,000, in this case, 300,000 multiplied by five, million and a half people around the world, people raise their hands and say, Barry Shaw, Barry Shaw, I've been up for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you stand? Can you walk? Do you have food to eat? You have water to drink? You have a place to sleep? You have family? You have friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. Now, what's the simple proof? <laughs> Very simple proof. A million plus people didn't get out of bed this morning. You did, by definition. If you're listening to this, you got out of bed, you're able to hear this. That's wonderful. Why didn't they get out of bed? They died. You didn't. If you're alive, live exuberantly. Now, we're in the midst of a pandemic. This is the year 2020, and thank God we can already see 21. Wouldn't it be nice to be 21 again? Everybody wants to be 21. What a great <laughs> year. We're going into 21 with a great feeling of exuberance and change in a positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. But this year will be 2020. People look back decades from now, maybe a century to this particular show. They say, wow, yeah, there was a pandemic worldwide. Millions of people couldn't get out of bed this morning because they're infirm. I trust 99.99% of everybody watching, you can get out of bed. Now, again, we have, thank God, I'm very touched by this, over 300,000 people listening every single week, regularly, and they share with their friends. They, they love the enthusiasm and the excitement of the show, and I appreciate that. And most of you know the story of Barry Shaw, September 17th, 2004. Imagine, I was standing up in the morning just like you, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, hale and hearty, and hearty, and that evening I was in the hospital paralyzed from my neck down. I became what's known as a quadriplegic. Nothing on my body moved. It was not an automobile accident. It was not a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that took over my body. Imagine, nothing on your body moves. Completely, totally paralyzed. 144 days in the hospital. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was four years in a wheelchair. See my hands? I have hands. They don't work like yours do, but I have hands. I had braces on both legs, my hips, my ankles for a year and a half. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory, albeit with the help of a six and a half foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master. But I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb. I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Why? Because I've learned to see miracles in life every day. Now, i got to tell you a quick story. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. smile, smile, sounds the same. I said, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes, an eight-year-old. What was she doing? She was creating the kind of world we all want to live in. Her world, CREATE, is a wonderful acronym that stands for Causing Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel. We have, each one of us, thank God, a brain. Your brain has over 100 billion brain cells, over 10,000 trillion synapses connecting all of them together. Therefore, more than just deciding what kind of latte you want this morning. Now, before we bring on our amazing guest and really share with you some wild, wonderful adventures around the world, 
I'm going to just warn you in advance that your humble host, Barry Shaw, does use four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word. I do it for fun and because of shock value. Of course, the four-letter words that we use are live, love, life, grow, hope, holy, hike, give, gift, free. (laughs) And the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun. People say, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, fun's only spelled with three letters, not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. It's F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, you have a twinkle in your eye, a smile on your face, remember that stands for, you point your finger and say, F-U, everybody. Remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. Say, where'd you get that? So I listened to Barry Shore on the joy of living. Now, just a minute, I'm going to urge you to do something. We're going to utilize the two most important, powerful words in the English language. And I'd like you to use these two words consciously and conscientiously three times a day for the rest of your life. Yes. The two most important and powerful words in the English language are, drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness, to harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) Now, just imagine we're able to go back to our coffee shops in the morning. You go to the coffee shop, you order your fancy latte for five and a half dollars. You sit down and somebody brings it to you. You say, thank you. You go to the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte for five and a half dollars and a few minutes go by. Nothing happens. You go to the counter and say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. It's very busy. We'll bring it to you. And another few minutes go by and somebody brings it to you. still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining out and somebody holds the door open for you. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody slams the door on you. Thank you. You're stuck in traffic and somebody cuts you off and you're late for an appointment. You say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. And I can't think of a person at the moment I really enjoy talking about being kind than this remarkable being whose name is Jeremy Hans. Jeremy, you there? Can you say a huge hello to 313,619 people around the world? Hello, everybody. (laughs) Jeremy Hans (laughs) is a wondrous being. He's a world traveler. He's an environmentalist. He's a writer. He's a thinker. He's a lover, a liver, and a giver. And he also is OCD. Yeah. OCD. OCD. Let me see. Operating, channeling, deliberateness. No, they call it actually obsessive compulsive disorder. He literally suffers, although he doesn't suffer anymore. I'm going to take away from you the suffering and put it back on you, Jeremy. And let's just, we only have a couple of minutes before this first break. So first of all, it's great to see you. Thank Jeremy you is uh, sitting in a place called St. Paul, Minnesota, which is part of what they call Twin Cities. I mentioned that because we have a worldwide audience and you've been around the world. Uh-huh. We have a very big following in Asia and in Europe, Russia, even uh, throughout Africa, Australia, the United States. <laughs> maybe even, Love it. 
probably have a thousand people listening from uh, the Midwest right now. So, uh, by the way, Jeremy doesn't always walk around with those things on his head, but he's doing <laughs> it to uh, help us. So, Jeremy, let's just jump right in. Jeremy Hans, not Chance, but Hans. He yeah. enhances life with his being. Uh, let's just talk about who you are, what it is before the break. And then right after, we're going to go deep dive and then soar upwards and help people who really do have issues because sure. you have an issue. What's your I issue, do. kid? I have, I, have a, I have a number of issues um, and I live with them every day, but I also uh, hope to talk about how I, how I uh, live above them and, and grow with them and learn from them. Um, I'm an environmental journalist and I've been doing that for about 10 years. And then I recently came out with a book called Baggage, uh, Confessions of a Globetrotting Hypochondriac. And that's really the story of how I've traveled around the world with OCD and anxiety and get myself into really silly, ridiculous situations, but do it for higher purpose. And because I love to see new places and meet new people. Let's just reflect on a couple of things you said already, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Travel around the world, live above. He didn't mm-hmm. say just get through. I love yeah. your language because language is what we, did you like the introduction, by the way? I, I loved it. What was the last time somebody said F you and you enjoyed it? <laughs> <laughs> he said, live above and for higher purpose. This is why I'm so humbled and honored to have Jeremy Hans on our show today. And it's truly a delight. And a, look at that smile. I mean, this guy enhances what he does. You know, we're going to rename you, by the way. Your name is now Jeremy Enhance. And by the way, everything about his book, everything you want to know, don't have to write it down. Don't remember, just go to barryshore.com, www.barryshore.com. It's all there about Jeremy. And we're going to be right back after this brief message because you want to hear the story, the higher purpose, the living above, and some of the amazing places that he and his wonderful then fiance, now wife, and daughter have mm-hmm. traveled to done and been involved with everything from reptilian issues to baggage <laughs> we'll be right back after this brief message certainly don't go away good day everybody oh am i really really happy to be sharing with you something remarkable interesting and beneficial for you it's called Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh is America's number one meal kit company. Pre-measured ingredients, mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. And get this, you can skip trips to the grocery store. It makes home cooking easy, fun, F-U-N-N, and affordable. Imagine that, convenient, no contract delivery to your doorstep. Recipes are easy to follow with pictures and simple steps. Even I can do it. And I like doing it, actually. And it cuts out those stressful ideas of meal planning and grocery store trips. Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, we all love to save money. (laughs) Really great value. You can save 40% or more when you use HelloFresh versus shopping at the grocery store. So get this. Quality, fresh pre-portioned ingredients, saving money, and something I really like also, HelloFresh is committed to donating meals to those in need. And so far, just in 2020 during our pandemic, they've donated three and a half million meals. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to... HelloFresh.com 
hellofresh.com H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash 90 the number 90 joy 90J 90JOY and use code 90JOY to get $90 off including free shipping go to hellofresh.com slash 90JOY use the code 90JOY to get $90 off including free shipping do it today you will thank me bye now hello everybody i am so happy to be talking to you about medterra cbd this is one of the most beautiful powerful and pleasant items i've ever used and i'm so happy to recommend it cbd is the breakthrough products that have nothing to do with getting high and only has to do with getting healthy see uh, medterra is one of the leading cbd brands in the entire industry and they developed this new pain cream with their medical advisors to help treat sword muscles and joints and inflammation and injuries and it's a combination of cbd arnica menthol and other natural ingredients i swim two miles a day i ache a little bit after that because i'm 72 now (laughs) and this cpd cream works i love it you're gonna love it i recommend it please use it get it med terra that's m-e-d T-E-R-R-A-C-B-D, MedTerraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living at checkout and you'll get 20% off. MedTerraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living at checkout. You'll get 20% off. Do it. It works. You'll love it. Bye now. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at BarryShore.com. Now, back to the joy of living. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, and we have good in abundance. Our cup runneth over with good in the form of Jeremy Hans. Now, Jeremy is a um, an environmental environmental blogger, writer, a photographer, world traveler. So I'm going to ask him right off the bat, before we go into OCD and issues, uh, Jeremy, make us go wow with something that happened to you in an exotic place with either humans or animals. Uh, I've often, many things happen with both human and animals. Just one, I, just one. Yeah, yeah. I, I love wildlife and one of my yeah, favorite I think things, a lot of people on this show like wildlife, but we're talking more about animals. Yes, yes. We're talking about the, not, not the nightlight, well, the sunlight no, no. is at night. See, that, but we're talking that, about other species of animals. Um, and there was one that I became just, I fell in love with and I had no idea. I only heard of it in my, my 20s. And it's called the Selenodon. 
And wait, 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 let's say it again. Selenodon. Selenodon. How do you spell it? Uh, S-O-L-E-N-D-O-N. And it comes from the Greek and it means grooved tooth. Um, it is this rabbit-sized rat-looking creature, but it's not at all a rodent. It's not related to rodents very closely. It's kind of like a giant shrew. And uh, the reason I became obsessed with this animal is because it's so strange. It, it's, it's one of the only mammals that has venom. So it has grooved teeth that shoots venom out of its uh, mouth. It, uh, it lives under the ground on the island of um, Hispaniola, which is uh, 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 Haiti on one end and the Dominican Republic on the other. And it's like nothing else on earth. And, and the one thing that really intrigued me was this mammal lived alongside the dinosaurs. So it's basically unchanged evolutionarily since about 76 million years ago. So when T-Rex was wandering around, this little guy was under it. And I went to the uh, border of the Dominican Republic in Haiti, spent a few nights. We ran around and uh, with some local hunters who were not there to hurt the animal, but to catch it. And one of the men there, I was with him and he was able to catch one by hand and scurrying around the undergrowth at night. And I was able to spend a few minutes with this beautiful female. She had a little patch of orange fur. She was very angry because she didn't want to be handled, but the scientists needed to get some vitals. They needed to put a collar on her to track her. Um, and it's a very endangered species, but it, it, it's one of the things that I love about these, this kind of uh, writing and this kind of life is to have these adventures in strange places with strange creatures and to find out new things. Um, and, and just to have a, a, it's an experience that so I let, let me ask two forget. questions and then yeah. do, first of all, wrap up. Because we get people watching and listening all over the world. So yeah. it, on your maps, or actually nobody does that anymore. On Google, just yeah. uh, find where the Dominican Republic and Haiti, that large yeah. island is. And by the way, just the fact that they're two different places is, is still mind expanding. But this particular animal, and again, the book that, Jeremy uh, authored is so good. Everybody should get it. But that, that's another point because it's it is fun. F you, Jeremy. Uh, and yes. Thank you for thank, <laughs> thank you, you for writing it. Capital N, capital N. Yes, capital N. <laughs> but the, the reason I'm I'm asking is because somebody's holding it inside. But you said it had venom. Excuse yes. me. It did it not try and bite. And I mean, the venom is is it oh. venomous in the sense that it will kill or it will harm. If you got bit by it, I don't think it would kill a human. Um, but it wouldn't feel great. Uh, they catch it. Uh, I mean, they, they catch it by hand and then we hold it by its tail. And when you hold it by its tail, it goes very docile. For some reason, it just kind of chills out. It there won't go hate. back around. like the It won't come is. back around. But the moment you, and they would wear these really thick gloves when they actually handle it. The moment you like try to hold it by its body, it becomes very anxious, understandably. Right. Um, so that's when they would put on gloves, but I actually got to hold it by hand, which I never expected nor wanted. <laughs> like, don't hand this thing, you know, I just want to see her. I don't want to handle her. That's not my deal. I'm a journalist, you know? Right. Uh, I'm here to observe and to help. Exactly. I'm not here to, right. to, not here to anxiety. like hold, hold this dinosaur mammal. <laughs> so let's <laughs> talk about to, that. He didn't yes. want to cause anxiety. Now we're going to go deep into Jeremy because Jeremy is the essence of anxiety. Yeah. Let's go and use the statistic that we, we like to talk about because it's true. And by the way, this, is, this affects men and women. But in my humble opinion, it's more of a male issue, excuse the pun, uh, in the sense that women are potentially more able to speak about these things than men. And therefore, not speaking about what we're going to talk about, which is OCD on mm -hmm. a very 
uh, intense level and other things that come along with anxiety and depression and such. So this, according to the National Institute of Health, the NIH, OCD affects about 2.2 million American adults. Okay, you might say, well, that's only 2.2 million out of 330. Well, excuse me, it's two point, that's 2,200,000 plus real human beings who don't just have this walk around with a little bracelet saying OCD. They are literally, it, it's hard to live. Yeah. Jeremy lives above it. And I love your choice of words. So let's <laughs> go deep. Uh, how did it happen? It's not, you don't get bit by an animal. Sure. It's not something that you got from a, 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 you know, a shot that they gave you a flu shot. It, it is either genetic or but certainly a mental issue. And mm-hmm. when you find out about it, what do you do? So let's talk about how it even came about. How did you know that you were, what is OCD, by the way? Yeah. What is? So OCD, it, it, it stands for obsessive compulsive disorder. And, it, and it, it, there's a tendency to obsess about something. For me, it's often disease and then to do what's called like compulsive behaviors. So it's like people, often the, the sort of the classic to, uh, depiction in the media is the hand washing, right? Like people with OCD will sometimes wash their hands 40 times in a day. Um, that's not something that I, I do. That's not like OCD comes in many flavors, right? <laughs> like there's many different <laughs> right. types. Um, and there's many different types of compulsions. Sometimes it's uh, unwanted thoughts that just keep reoccurring. It's compulsive thinking. Uh, sometimes it's the need to double check that you've turned off the lights or locked the door. So it's like, it's like when you combine really intense anxiety with uh, physical action. Um, it, That's it, a great it, description, by the way. Thank when you. you uh, intense anxiety with physical actions that you are probably not even aware of unless unless you become aware of them. In other words, when you become aware, you may even have the opportunity to live above. Yeah. Yes. So Howard Hughes was the classic OCD, at least in in literature that I've read. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, in today's environment with the uh, pandemic, Washing hands forty times is now considered I know. <laughs> de rigueur. It's not yes. even it's not compulsive. But leave that aside. So when did you notice this, or that it became something that was bothersome enough to be able to be diagnosed and therefore maybe even work with? Yeah. Well, so my my journey with my mental health issues started when I was actually ten. I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety after my mother had essentially what was a, a nervous breakdown. Um, and this obviously is all running genetically through my family, but it wasn't until I was about 26 that we, that the OCD, actually, I think 27, no, 26, I got diagnosed. Um, and it actually started to really show up during a trip. And that's one of the things that's in the book is the story of how we kind of realized that my anxiety was getting way beyond normal and out of control. And as you say, like for a long time, I just would believe the things that my head would tell me, my, my OCD. Um, give, us a, give us an example, please. So I, I, I was living in New York City at the time, and, and um, my, my brain would say, oh, you have cancer. You know, you have brain cancer. And then I'd go to the doctor, and they'd be like, you don't have brain cancer. You're fine. And I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be happy for three days. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, no, I found a little, you know, thing. Uh, I must have throat cancer. I'd go to the doctor, and they'd be like, nope, you, you, what are you talking about? You're fine. And so it would be this cycle of panic, uh, uh, obsession and then feeling good, you know, getting Wait that. This is very important. What you just said. Yeah. This is not somebody finds a lump. Yeah. Uh, 
in quotation marks, regular people say, okay, yeah. I have a lump, maybe go to the doctor, you know, two months, three months go by because yeah. it's not affecting them. Yeah. But with, with OCD, people yeah. who really have this, this becomes an obsession in their life. They are on the edge of death. It's around yeah. the corner. Yeah. You become possessed. Oh, I was totally convinced I was dying. Like I would be, and then I would feel good for two days after the doctor said I wasn't dying. And then I would be convinced I was dying from something new. Um, and this and, is, by the way, debilitating because you're trying to live. Yeah. You're trying to work. Yeah. You're trying to meet, uh, meet a wonderful woman. Yeah. You're trying to eat dinner and have a yes. conversation with people. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It was the most debilitating year of my life when we didn't really realize just what was going on and why I was acting this way. And I almost lost my, my fiance now wife because of my behavior. Understandably, I'm amazed she stuck with it. Yes, maybe she has OCD. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, we, we, but I finally, after this, we went on this long trip, uh, had many amazing experiences, but also ridiculous ones with my OCD. Finally got home, saw a therapist for the first time in a number of years, and boom, within like 10 minutes, like, oh, you have OCD. And I'm like, what is that? And then it was a process of a number of years of sort of getting on the right medications, having a lot of talk therapy, realizing that the voice in my head that was telling me I was dying was not real, you know, it was not, it was not true. And, and learning to, to find ways, yoga, meditation, uh, the time for myself, reading, you know, just different things that relaxed me and learning to use those different tools to sort of, as I say, like now have a, a wonderful wife, a career, a daughter, um, and, and I'm able to sort of live, you know, the joy on the day. Yes. of living. And I do, I love, and that's the thing is you, I, I, I love life and I love travel and I love being able to do these things. I still have to obviously every day manage my own, uh, neuroses, but, um, I'm able to have a full life, uh, and, and a life that, that constantly surprises me. Oh, so this is wonderful. Again, once one recognizes, remember it's cognition, recognizes, and able to manage, live above, and therefore higher purpose. So I'll share with you, uh, on a personal level, I have some knowledge of some of these things, not obviously the Mm -hmm. mental aspect, but doctors in their gentle way said, you're not going to walk again. Some of them did it by words, some of them did it by nods and such, but okay. And I learned something that was taught to me by a wonderful, amazing being, and I pass it on to anybody who's willing to listen. And that is, diagnosis is not destiny. Yeah. And the ability one, one has once you say, okay, that's diagnosis. Okay, that's it. That's not my destiny. I am the master of my fate. As you say, you like Hamlet. To thine own self be true, and therefore it follows us day to night that we are going to take a break right now for our sponsor. We'll be right back because Jeremy is going to enhance us with amazing travel tips and also what happens when you have OCD and you can barely function. Ah! Right back after this. (laughs) Oh, boy, this is so good. Something wonderful for you. Hello Fresh, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H. Hello Fresh is America's number one meal kit, and Hello Fresh has a special offer for my listeners. Hello Fresh, I'm sure you've heard about it. This is one of the best companies in America today, delivering convenient right 
to your door nutritious, delicious, wonderful meal kits that enable you to save time, money, eliminate, reduce stress. And it's just, it's it's a pleasure. It's so much fun. F-U-N-N. I love it because it's just so good. And by the way, 90% of all the ingredients they use are so sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. I mean, this is a company that's doing everything right because they care about long term and making you healthier and happier. In addition to everything they do, which is delicious, nutritious and easy and fun and stressless and saving money. HelloFresh is committed to donating meals to those in need. And thus far in 2020, midst of a pandemic, they've donated 3.5 million meals. Hello, Fresh. <laughs> so what I want you to do is go to HelloFresh.com, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash 90 joy hello fresh.com slash 90 joy and use the code 90 joy 90joy to get $90 off including free shipping go to hello fresh.com slash 90 joy use code 90 joy to get $90 off including free shipping you'll thank me best wishes bye now Good day, everybody. Barry Shore here. The most searched word on the internet after COVID and pandemic is stress. S-T-R-E-S-S. Because everyone, everyone in the world is suffering from stress. But you don't have to. Stress kills. Then you know the antidote. Joy heals. Go to www.barryshore.com. www. What a wonderful world. Barryshore.com. B a r r y s h o r e. And find out what color is your stress. How to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate it. And it's all free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. You'll be happy you did because stress kills. Joy heals. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Now, the word good is really fascinating, G-O-O-D. Let's take that second O, make a little snip in it, and elongate it. Now you have a letter L and it becomes gold. So when you think in good and you speak in good and you act in good, guess what you're doing? You're producing gold. And the answer to the question is, can you buy happiness? The answer is yes. You have to know the right currency, the goodness coming out and making gold. And you can buy happiness. And we have one of the most interesting, happy people in the world who, by the way, was suffering from OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety, depression, and everything. And now 
He's a channel of goodness. But let's go to a particular story, Jeremy, that yeah. you can um, intrigue us with. Give us a destination, where you went, and then how the OCD sort of ah, made everything. Yeah. Topsy-turvy. Yes. <laughs> That's a good. So uh, probably my most favorite place in the world is the Amazon rainforest. Uh, I mean, going to the Amazon rainforest, it's the most life-infused, the most biodiverse, the most rich place on the planet. It is an astoundingly spiritual experience. Um, and the third time I went was in Ecuador in this place called Yusuni National Park. And I spent, you know, days on, on rivers and in the forest seeing hundreds of different types of birds, thousands of different types of insects, um, all sorts of beautiful monkeys, creatures, tapirs. I mean, it was, it was a, just a, an amazing experience. Uh, but near the end of the trip, I got a little sick to my stomach and I was alone on this trip. It was one of my first times alone without my wife. And she, usually she can talk me down. And at the time I was staying with the, uh, at a lodge on this just immaculate lake uh, with this beautiful uh, tower and, and buildings and lodge. Probably the closest place I've ever been. Like if you think of, you know, if you die and you go to heaven, this is like, that's it. Like that's, that's where I want to be. And this is deep in the rainforest. This, this is, is not deep. on the this coast. Is, this is, this is, so to get there, you had to fly and then drive, fly into the rainforest on a small plane and then drive several hours, then get on a boat and cross the Napa River. And then get, have, uh, I had two uh, people canoe me into this place for about two hours on this creek to get there. So we're talking middle of the nowhere. So I'm there starting to feel a little ill, have a panic attack. Um, and then so I'm starting to ask the indigenous people, uh, you know, where's your thermometers? And they're like, we don't have any thermometers, you know? Why, why would we <laughs> like, say, stick it in your nose? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and then, and then you know, they, 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 they understand disease very well. They have many medicinal cures and herbal, you know, uh, things and a, and a deep understanding of their own. Uh, wilderness. So they're just like, you don't seem sick. Like you seem fine. You know, they, they touch me. You don't feel feverish. And I'm like, no, I have a fever. So I basically had uh, what I would call an American um, tantrum, you know, in the middle of the rainforest uh, as, a, as a bad traveler at that moment. And they and let, me like, interrupt, oh, let me interrupt for a moment. Yeah. You are a seasoned, seasoned. traveler. Yes. An environmentalist, yeah. a yeah. writer, yeah. an adult, Yes, a full-grown adult, full-grown right. man. Stand, stomping his feet, in essence, yes, and in telling essence. everybody, pounding on the ground, down, saying, yeah. no, you don't understand, I am ill, yes. I'm about to die, and you're yes. not helping yes. me, and it's yes. all over, I'm in the middle of nowhere, I'm based my way, I don't. Yes, and that's and what's going on in my head, right? you control yourself. No, and I'm having a total, that's all that's going on in my head. I mean, outside, I'm probably slightly, but they could tell just by looking at my face, you know, that I was freaking out. Um, and that I was very scared. And so they, they, they canoed me two hours, took me on a boat another hour or so to the nearest doctor, small little like mobile home. And, you know, I go to this doctor again, we're in a very much an indigenous area. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, there's women with children that look like they probably have malaria. There's people there that are like really sick and, and, and needing care. And the doctor took two seconds to look at me, you know, felt my forehead, put the thermometer in, check me, you know, felt oh, you're fine. You just probably had like a little, you know, you ate something a little off and you go, go back to your lodge. Right, which is what I would have said to you. Yeah. Well, and which way, is basically this what is they what said you to me. would have said to you or your yes. wife would have said to you yes. if you had somebody there. In other words, the ability, as you said, to talk yourself down from the yeah. cliff edge mm -hmm. to a place of calm, 
Yeah. Again, realizing that, yes, maybe you did have food poisoning or something. I'll, I'll ask yeah. you a qu- very important question. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. You made this beautiful picture, the lake, the place, pristine lake. Oh. Could you drink from the lake? I bet you could. Um, I wouldn't you recommend. I, I did not. I wouldn't recommend it in the sense that if you, I bet you could if you were indigenous there and used to whatever, you know, various bacteria, bacteria might be there. Uh, because we come from a Western country with sort of Western stomachs, it probably wouldn't be a great idea. But, you know, this is one of the most pristine places on the planet that at the, uh, is currently threatened with oil drilling, which is why I was there. Um, Excuse yeah. my jaw dropping. <laughs> no, and yeah. And you're not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, Yasuni has been open. Parts of Yasuni have been opened up to oil drilling. Uh, the indigenous people have been fighting it for decades. Uh, there's been rises in cancer and, and issues with eating the fish there. And so this is some of the environmental stuff that I'm trying to cover as I'm also at the same time enjoying the beauty and having panic attacks. And, and that's kind of how I roll when I travel. It's like, I love the beauty. I love the animals. I love the people and the food and cultures. And then I know that I'm going to probably have one or two at least kind of panicked moments that I'm going to have to work through and deal with. Um, some of them are more ridiculous than others. Some trips go better than others, but it's just something I have learned to uh, live with, deal with, and move on from and forgive myself. Uh, by the way, very important what you just said, forgive yourself. Yeah. So I want to just discuss what it means to have this uh-huh. and to recognize it. But I also want to ask you, what if the indigenous people did not give in to tantrum sure. and did not take you in the canoe two hours to go see the doctor? Yeah. What do you think would have happened mentally to you? I think I think mentally it would have it would have, I would have had a sustained long panic attack. I probably would have just shut myself up in my room and stayed there and pouted, you know, and felt sorry for myself for a good eight hours. I don't I think I was I think I was sane enough not to like take it out on them any more than they, you know, they didn't deserve any of this. Um, I'm sure I'm not the first American tourist that they've had that has gone a little, you know, has had a scare. Um, So, but, but it would have been, you know, getting the news from the doctor that I was okay. Gave me about 24 hours of solace before I went and saw another doctor to to double make sure I was okay. Right. So you were, you were really crazed at that point. Oh yeah. In other words, it was uncontrollable for you. Yeah. That's why yes. I'm asking. If, yeah. if they did not give in to your tantrum, yeah. would you have been pervert, per, would you have been injured for the rest of your life, you think? No, I, I don't no, I don't think so because I mean at, at this time I had lived with OCD long enough. Uh, and, and, and been on, you know, and been through enough of the cognitive therapy and stuff that I think I could have gotten through that. And I also was, I was basically leaving within about 24 hours. So I knew that, you know, I was going back to a city, I was going back to keto and that's where I saw the second. <laughs> um, so I knew I could eventually get help, but it would have been a much longer, I think 24 hours and it would have been, but, but part of the problem with OCD is you also don't want to feed that beast. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to just go in. I mean, if I could go see a doctor every day, I probably would, but I have to learn not to go see the doctor. So why do people, especially men, in my humble opinion, not speak about this? Is it because, no offense, uh, I have my own issues. I don't need to hear yours. Uh, Or why do people not even begin to recognize that they 
have the issue, as you mentioned to me, <laughs> I thought it was very great. Uh, I have to go back and check. Did I really put out the breakfast for myself this morning? Yeah. Before I even go, I did it. Now I go back. I did something. Did I really put out the breakfast? I have to go. I need to go back. I can't function. I can't make that phone call until I just go check because it's going to bother me. Why do people not speak about it? You know, I think we've lived in a long, for, for, for a long time where mental illness has been stigmatized. And I think for men, there's particularly this, this, this masculinity, right? This, this cultural masculinity that we have in various ways throughout the world where a man has to feel like they're strong, they're masculine, they're in control. And the last thing you feel when you're suffering from whether it's depression, anxiety, OCD, or any of these things, which are completely normal. And, and most people are probably going to have some kind of period in their life where they struggle with something you know, uh, is, is the admitting of lack of control, is the admitting that, that it's okay to be vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, it's okay to open up, you know, to your loved ones and to people. And uh, one of the difficult things, but one of the great things about writing a book like this is I'm being vulnerable <laughs> and opening up to so many people. And it's actually gone really well. The, the response I've gotten from people has been amazing. Um, it, it and by the way, I can second that. Oh, uh, thank you. In my, in my humble opinion, mental... Let's not call it illness, sure. But even though it is, but really, yeah. it's mental um, ability—the ability to recognize that the mental aspect of myself actually exists. Uh, mm. Women have this more than men, but we call it PMS. You know what PMS mm-hmm. stands for? Well, you used to, but PMS in my vocabulary stands for being physically, mentally, and spiritually whole. Mm. PMS is actually a good thing. I like taking, mm. making the positive. Mm, yeah. But recognizing that physically, as you said, man, yeah. spiritually, oh, I can do that too. Yeah. Without the mental process, putting them all together so that physically, mentally, and spiritually enables you to be vulnerable and therefore human. Yeah. And to be able to live life. Life stands for living inspirationally for eternity. See, you're an eternal being, Jeremy. You have given us not only yourself in the book, but when you work with your wife and your daughter and you're sharing this right now with with the world, with many tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, God willing, millions, when they share, you're making a difference. You're mad, sir. In this case, mad is good for you. You were mad. Anxiety, depression, OCD. He's a madman. Yes, making a difference in life. So we're going to come back. We have one more segment after this, and Jeremy has agreed to stay with us. And we're going to go do a little bit of deeper dive into some uh, fun part. We're going to laugh at some of his OCD (laughs) stuff, not just talk about, "Ah, and uh, we're right back after this brief message. Don't go away. There's more Jeremy on the other side. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Wouldn't it be great if there was a Facebook group where you could go learn wonderful things, reduce your stress, live in joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes for participating. How would that be? Well, it exists. Go to Facebook and look up the Joy of Living group. That's go to Facebook and search the Joy of Living group. 
Join today and you can start to learn how to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate your stress, replace it with joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes. This is fantastic. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family, because this is the way to live in life. Enjoy daily. Make it a great one. Do it now. Bye. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to be talking to you and recommending Medterra CBD, M-E-D-T-E-R-T-E-R-R-A CBD, Medterra CBD. This is something so wonderful. They have developed a new immune boost drop. And it couldn't come at a better time. I mean, we're in the midst of difficulties and everybody needs to do something to boost their daily immune support. And you have it in one convenient bottle and you'll protect it all day long. I especially love it because I feel so refreshed and calm and I enjoy taking it. You know, I swim two miles a day. So this really gives me a benefit that I haven't seen from many other products. Please, please get Medterra. CBD. Go to their website, M-E-D-T-E-R-R-A-C-B-D.com, MedTerraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living and you'll get 20% off at checkout. MedTerraCBD.com. Put in the code Joy of Living at checkout. You'll get 20% off. Do it. It works. You'll thank me. Bye. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good day, beautiful bounces of beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for finding the good and good in abundance. Jeremy Hans, he is an amazing world traveler, environmentalist, blogger, writer, photographer, lover, husband, friend. And he also has OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety, depression, such as that. We've been working our way through because he lives above. He has higher purpose. Jeremy, give us, if you can, one practical tip of what it means to live with this and yet not. Um, I, I think probably the most practical tip I can say is resilience. Uh, the, the book is often about resilience. It's about you know, uh, again, uh, resilience means knowing your limitations, but then pushing them and working with them and, and massaging them. And, 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 and Ooh, that feels good. Massaging it does feel yourself. good, you know, but it, it doesn't mean that you can just, you know, uh, pull your bootstraps up, as some people like to say. Like it's no, you need to know yourself, know your limitations and then work with them to live the life that you want and to live the life as fully as possible. And to do, you know, uh, as you as you say so much, very short to to do good, you know, to, to impact the world in a way that you can. Um, we all have that, that place and that drive. And I think that that is such an important thing. And even if you struggle with certain issues, like I do, you can still do that, you know, and that to me is. Ah, the- so there's the point. Yep. Everybody 
everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing oh, about. Oh, for sure. It would be kind, <laughs> always. Sure. Yeah. Kind, yeah. like Jeremy, keep inspiring noble deeds. Resilience. I love that because even the word, you see, onomatopoeia, it has a feeling of, yes, I can. It's, mm. it's movement. It's not like yeah. moving that animal by the tail and, ah! <laughs> it's, Mm, yeah, I can move. Even yeah. me, remember quadriplegic. The fact that I can get out of bed it takes me ten minutes to get out of bed in the morning. So I get out of bed. <laughs> Resilience. By the way, we have it when we fly. The interesting thing about resilience and self care. Because we all know the people in the front of the plane do the safety thing. And by the way, if there's any turbulence, what's going to happen? There's something going to come down from the sky and it'll be able to breathe and such like that. Now, if you're with a child or somebody acting like a child, what do you do? The intuitive idea is, oh, put the breathing apparatus on the other person first and then you. Because you want to help. Mm. But they teach us when it comes down, put it on you first. So when you can breathe, and only when you have self-care could you help someone else. So true. That, that, otherwise, you can't yeah. fly, right? Yeah. You want to get through all this on the turbulence? Turbulence actually is great. Okay, speaking of that, I'm going to put you on the spot, wonderful Jeremy. you got 80 seconds to answer okay. this. What is your most fervent desire? I think my f- most fervent desire is that people connect with nature. You know, one of the things that makes me happiest, but I also think that we've, we've in our sort of postmodern world, we've lost a lot of connection uh, with our natural world. And I think the science is showing this, that connecting with nature can help you feel happier. It can help you live longer, weirdly enough. It, you know, going outside and, and spending some time by a lake, uh, hanging out with some trees, watching some squirrels. It doesn't have to be the Amazon rainforest. It doesn't have to be far away. This it can is be your so backyard. Wonderful. So connect yeah. with nature. Connect. So I just, you just helped me make a new acronym for kind. Ooh. Connect. K. Sound. Mm-hmm. Connect in nature daily. I love that. If we could <laughs> all do that, Wait a minute. That world. came from you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're a team, kid. Together, everyone's <laughs> achieves more. Thank you, everybody. This is probably in front of 313,619 people in the world. I'm going to give you a hug. Are you ready? All right. One, two, three. <laughs> the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. Everything about Jeremy. You want to learn more? Jeremy Hans, the book baggage. Go to www.barryshore.com. B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R. Remember, on this show, we work with the three fundamentals of life. Mental, fun, da. Three fundamental. Life has purpose. When you have a purpose driven life, you can go mad. Mad is a great acronym that stands for make a difference in your life. How? By uncovering the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. WWW. What a wonderful world. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day, as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you all want to live in. Causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. Useful letter words. Live, love, grow, hope, holy, kind, gift. And F you, everybody. F you, capital N, capital N. Because when you do that, you're on your way to joy. Joy stands for generating ongoing youth. And please, everybody, use the two most powerful words in the English language and use them three times a day conscientiously and consciously for the rest of your life. And these two words are thank you. Thank you. Thank you to harmonize and network 
kindness. Begin to think, thank, think to harness insightful neural connections. A hundred billion brain cells, tens of thousands of trillions of connections to thank, to harmonize and network kindness. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. You can do it when you align your thoughts, your speech, and your actions. That's what TSA stands for. Thoughts, speech, and actions align. Jeremy Hans, a delight and a pleasure, honored to have you here. And we're going to leave everybody with a blessing. The blessing is live exuberantly. Go forth and spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.